This is my tribe. 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 tribe. What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. How are you doing? If you're doing good, nod your head or throw one of those hand symbols up or something like that. Let us know you're alive. Whether you're joining us on Facebook or you're joining us on Zoom, we're so glad that you're here. Happy Easter! Shooting guns and eating chocolate. So hopefully your family's gotten a chance to eat a lot of chocolate and join us for our online services this morning. Or maybe you just stayed in bed and wore sweatpants the entire day. Um, like I did. Yes, I know I did that as well. Yeah. Get a good um, nice, get a good sleep, and then you know watch church like one thirty. Right. You know that's the best. Yeah. Thing to do. <laughs> sleep in one thirty. I don't sleep anymore because my son likes to poop and pee on the floor. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're glad that all of you are here with us. Um, tonight we have a special guest with us, Morgan Jones, what? aka <laughs> Mojo. Um, Morgan, why do they call you Mojo? It's a terrible nickname. It really is. You know, because Morgan Jones, so Mojo started great about like big time. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of Dexter's Laboratory? Uh huh. I thought that's when I first met you. That's where it came from. Like Mojo, that's not wasn't that, 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 that was Powerpuff Girls? Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. <laughs> How many of you guys have ever seen the Powerpuff Girls? Like, push the little hand up button or a thumbs up button or raise your hands. JC, I see your hand raised. Mm-hmm. Of course, you've seen the Powerpuff Girls because we. I think you're a millennial. Maybe you're a Gen Zer. I don't know. JC Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z, Z represent. So you were a part of it that were spring breaking in Panama City when all of this coronavirus. <laughs> exactly. Um, or making coffee at Starbucks. Um, if when if Starbucks ever opens again, we'll see JC at Starbucks. I get off track. So I was thinking Mojo Jojo, like the Powderpuff Girls, which means you would be an evil person. Yeah, I've heard it before. So are you evil? Uh, semi. Semi-evil. <laughs> also, you might not notice Morgan's mustache is gone. What happened to the stash? Shelby, well, maybe my fiance, she uh, she did not like it. Um, she said, it's okay, but I prefer it be gone. She, wants to, <laughs> she likes the clean face, and I had a mustache. I thought it looked cool. I thought I was pulling off this hip look, and apparently it wasn't very cool. Not very hip. Hey, I would just like to say I like the mustache. Oh, I, I'm a big fan of the mustache look. Uh, high school boys, if you can do it, <laughs> go strong. You know. Well, the here's the thing with the mustache. If you do some mustache the wrong way, it can be extremely creepy. Never. Uh, <laughs> that's what she told me. <laughs> a little creepy. Yeah, but it won her over, you know? The mustache yeah. probably didn't win her over. That's not why she said, yes, I will get married to you. Um, she didn't know that yet. She didn't know yeah. the mustache was part of the deal. So Morgan is one of our friends from Mount Vernon, and he serves in a church there, and he's going to school for youth ministry, and our paths crossed, and he's a really cool guy, so we thought, hey, why not just come hang out with us? <laughs> We're all quarantined on Tribe Night Online. So over the next couple of weeks, not week after week after week, but we're going to sprinkle in some special guests 
here and there just so they can share in the madness that is happening at Tribe Night Online. So if you know someone that you would love to see sitting on this nice looking futon here, right here, right here. Well, I'm not here. He's not, <laughs> not, not, not on Morgan, but sit in his space. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Um, I would say tweet us, but we don't have a Twitter because I don't know if people still use Twitter under the age of 12. Yeah, I mean, Morgan paid us big money to be here. Right, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were going to tell you that Morgan was part of the CDC and he was getting on here to tell you how to wash your hands. But it wasn't a funny joke. So. <laughs> and I haven't washed my hands in like five years. So, <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, so we're going to get started by playing a game. Um, and I think it's one of our favorite games. You know, the game of find an item in your house. Right. And then we're going to pick the winner who wins what? Four times? Do we uh, get to the item four times or three times? Three or four? I don't know. Why? What, whatever we feel like, you know? We'll pick a number in our head. Like, this is our it. party. We can do what we want to. <laughs> so, we're going to play this game. If you want to play, remember, you have to show your screen. You have to unmute yourself so you can scream when you get it. Um, also, those of you who won last week, I have not forgotten to give you your gift cards. It's just been a little crazy around here. So we will get those gift cards to you. If you're joining us on Facebook, unfortunately, you won't be able to play. Hop over on Zoom. All you have to do is go to cstonestudents.link forward slash info, and the link will be there for you to hop on. All right, here we go. Round number one of Omaha. After I share it, share it, share it. Here we go. So the first person to bring back a bottle of we got it, Tiva. We got it. We got it. We got it. Oh wow, oh. Emma Rush. Emma. Emma, how are you always so fast? Emma rushing to get. We were in the kitchen. Rushing to get the ketchup. <laughs> you keep that in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it was already in the kitchen. That's our emergency. Already- <laughs> yeah, that's not even your regular bottle of ketchup. <laughs> You get an extra, you get half a point if that ketchup bottle is glass. No? Not glass? Okay. <laughs> She's not a real ketchup lover. Right. <laughs> She's not bougie. <laughs> She's just a normal ketchup lover. Just normal. Normal ketchup. All right. Here we go. Next one. A funny mug. This mug has to make us laugh. If it doesn't make us laugh, it doesn't count. It's Just got mug. Okay, and what does the mug say? Look at a mug. It's a Starbucks mug. Yeah. Funny one. I got one. Mike. Mike. Mike is about to represent students, probably. Got one. I'm so confused at what's happening right now. Everyone grabbing mugs. Do we have a funny mug? Let's see. <laughs> oh, so we have. Dalmatian or Starbucks Christmas? Stocking. Christmas. Christmas stocking is Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm going to have to go with the Dalmatian puppies. Sorry. <laughs> that was just the first one. <laughs> Dear. I beat. I can see it. Oh, I'm sorry. it. Not off camera. <laughs> <laughs> right, the next one. Yeah, fine. Is oh, 
We got it, we got it, we got it. Oh, again. Why is this a race between two people? Because no one else cares. Ethan, why are you running around? Great question. Addison, we're actually going to give you that point because your role looked like it was the fullest. <laughs> Emma's probably like, Hilo hates me. That's not true, Emma. Just yes. trying to hear the love. All right. So we got three people tied at one. Three people tied at one. Ethan, let's see if you can get on the board since yeah. you want to complain about everything. We know you broke your arm. Wait, I, know. I know, it's not like you never broken. Got it! <laughs> A newspaper. We got it, we got it, we got it, we got it. Is that the same newspaper from last time? <laughs> no, this, no is this is this week's. The other one was last week's. Prove it. What's the front? Okay. Diana Times. Hang April on. Night. So is there so much news happening, Diana, that they have to do a newspaper every week? <laughs> yes. April 9th, Nothing happens. That's what I hear. All right. So Emma has two. Emma's going to win this gift card. It's a $15 Wait, is that not three? gift card no. to... Amazon. He gave her half a point. Okay. No, that's a whole point. No, we were talking about the toilet paper. Oh. Who wants to see my two my two K guy? Because we got ketchup, toilet paper, and then newspaper. Ethan, is that why you're not running around because you're too busy playing two K at the same time? No. <laughs> no, I would never do that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Easter basket. Uh, Easter basket. Oh, that's all the way upstairs. We don't have a basket. I can't. Anyone get an Easter basket? Abigail. Did she get one? Yep. Abigail. Abigail showing her Easter basket off. I didn't get an Easter basket. Did you get an Easter basket today morning? No. Luke, did you get an Easter I, basket? I didn't. I guess you just hit like a certain age. You don't get them anymore. Yeah. That's kind of rude. <laughs> I don't understand Easter baskets. I'm going to be a hundred. Can someone yeah, tell me what that's the first Easter basket? The oh. Easter Bunny has Corona. Aubrey, I know you're on there making funny faces of me on Snapchat. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> Aubrey, tell us what the purpose of an Easter basket is. You're going to have to unmute yourself. Yeah, I called you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. We can unmute, a, unmute you ourselves. Callie, <laughs> Aubrey. All right, we'll go, yeah, we'll go on to the next one. <laughs> There are fearless leaders, everyone. <laughs> no, Allie just made a noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to you. Be prepared to tell me what the purpose of an Easter basket is. All right. I don't know what it is. Well, figure it out. Collect with eggs in it. To bless people with chocolate and Jesus' love. Because Jesus' love is chocolate? Is that what you're trying to say here? Yeah, <laughs> bless people with Jesus. Probably because everybody loves all right, here's the next one. So this could be the last one if Emma or Abigail gets it. I'm gonna get it. All right. Oh, PBJ sandwich. We did this last time, and somehow Emma already had. Get the one. jelly. Get the jelly. <laughs> I've got peanut butter and jelly and, and bread, bread separately. Oh, Maddie, Maddie Sudley, she got it. She got wow! Bits of it. She, someone she just ate it probably. She just <laughs> ate it. All right, so now we're in a three-way tie. Ethan, oh. you can move. 
No, I haven't moved yet. Okay. Maybe, maybe this next one's for you, Ethan. All right. I'll do it just for you. Thank you. Do it for the vine. I want to see six. I got it. No, it's me. We got it. I haven't seen any eggs so far. Sarah. Sarah. That's yeah. one egg, Ethan. We need six. <laughs> we have six. We have actually eight. Four. No. Those don't count. By cracking on my head, can I get the money? Ethan, you I crack that egg on your head right now. You obviously we, have, we have eight. All right, deal. Deal. <laughs> you gotta see it, though. Deal. Do it. Deal. Deal. <laughs> I'm doing it. $15, right? 15 yes. It's an Amazon gift card. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I did it. Awesome. So, thank you all for playing. Hey, um, I'll, I'll join back in about five minutes. I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for playing. Um, I win. I actually played the game the right way. We apologize, but we're going to be sending Ethan the $15 gift card for Amazon because he cracked an egg on his head. So sometimes <laughs> you got to be willing to crack an egg on your head to win money. Mm-hmm. Morgan, have you ever cracked an egg on your head? Not for money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm scared to ask why you've cracked an egg. Uh, we'll just, that can be an off-camera discussion. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, they just met you. They don't need to know all your secrets. <laughs> Wow. So that was exhilarating. Um, probably the most exciting thing that you guys have done in like three weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah. They actually like got up and moved probably. They probably right. didn't know what was going on. Ethan's going to take a shower for the first time in probably three <laughs> weeks because he cracked the egg <laughs> on his head. So it's great. Yeah, it's great. You're welcome, Stan. <laughs> Stan's out. <laughs> Ethan's father. <laughs> so speaking of Ethan, um, this week's tribe moment that we're going to share is actually Ethan's tribe moment. Mm-hmm. So although he is not with us physically anymore um he'll be with us digitally digitally so <laughs> let's take a moment and look at ethan's track moment hey guys my name's ethan stout i'm an eighth grade at mary junior high and for my tribe moment i'm going to talk about just one verse that has helped me tremendously through my walk with christ and my um growing with god and getting closer to him I've had many ups and downs with my journey through Christ, more ups and downs, thankfully. But when I'm down about myself and I think that I'm alone and God's not on my side when stuff goes wrong, I always turn to one specific verse, and that verse is Joshua 1.9. And that says, Be strong and courageous, do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with with you wherever you go. That verse speaks a lot to me because like, when I'm down or I feel like God's not on my side, it always makes me second-guess that and think, that yeah, he's always with me and he's always going to be here for me and he's always on my side. So that helps me a lot. I hope it helps you know that God is with you wherever you go and no matter what you do, he's always going to be with you. Thanks. Great job, Ethan. We're so proud of you, man. So proud of Ethan for sharing his tribe moments. We have a lot of tribe moments coming your way. So if you haven't submitted a tribe moment, let us know you want to do one. Um, And we'll, we got like, Six of them we need to show now. Like, they're just coming in. But just because we have six. So Ethan's the first junior hire to do a tribe mm-hmm. moment. So if you're in J, J- High um, and you haven't done one, what are you waiting on? 
Especially so if you're a girl and you girl. haven't done one, so far the boys are leading the pack with tribe moments. Yeah, they're killing it. I, I get one. I get at least two a week from a guy. From girls, I get about maybe one every two weeks. Right. <laughs> so JC did one, and Allie did one. So we're going to show theirs. And Aubrey. Aubrey, Aubrey did one. one. Yeah. She. Aubrey, you did a tribe moment. She finally did it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, Aubrey. So proud of you. You do you. I'm so <laughs> proud. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you how proud I am of you, Aubrey. Um, so we're going to get ready for the message. Um, I keep saying, um, so as we get ready, let's watch this video together. So if you're just joining in with us, we've been doing a series on the life of Joseph, one of my favorite Old Testament Bible story character people. Luke, you said that this week you actually watched a movie about Joseph. A movie, the DreamWorks movie version of Joseph. It was on Netflix. It's about like an hour and a half long, but it was really good. Like it was, it was really cool to see how well it went with like the actual real story of Joseph. Like it's not like it was some big boss blockbuster film they threw stuff in to get attention but it was really cool and I, I really enjoyed it like it was a super cool movie to watch sweet mm-hmm. have you ever seen a Joseph movie Morgan I don't think so ever does that make me bad that means you are no longer a guest on Tribe Night so if you have Netflix there's actually a movie out there isn't it called Joseph something about the dreamer or something and, it might be like Joseph coded or like Colorful, I don't know. It's Joseph DreamWorks on Netflix. On Netflix. It's, it's an animated movie or a cartoon, whatever y'all want to call it. Right. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so if you're bored, which most of you are, because we know you're not actually doing your homework, then you can check that out. So, Or if they want to impress their parents, they're like, look, mom, I'm watching a good Christian movie. Right. You know, and it's a cartoon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Educational, you know? Very educational. <laughs> so in this series, we've been talking about how sometimes life can throw you these moments where you don't Joseph King of dreams. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you. We need it. Yes. (laughs) Um, But we've been talking about how time, sometimes life can throw you these moments where we're focused on these little moments and we miss the bigger picture. Kind of like what was happening in the life of Joseph. So I want us to talk about how often do we do the right thing? So I know frozen two came out, I don't know when it came out last year, last year, but I watched it like a month ago because my two year old is now obsessed with it. Um, and he likes to sing into the unknown and I'll spare you the singing of that tonight. Uh, <laughs> come on. Um, if, I start, right, if I start singing it loud enough, he you might be able to hear him screaming from downstairs because <laughs> right now him screaming is singing. Um, but in that movie, Elsa or Anna, one of them, Anna, I think says just do the next right thing. So how often do you do, 
the right thing. I think most of us or many of us would say that there are a few decisions that when we look back on in our lives, we knew the right thing to do, yet we chose to do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. So we knew the right thing to do, yet we chose to do the wrong thing. So Morgan, do you have a story in your life where you knew I should probably do this because it's right, but I'm going to do this instead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a good one. It's pretty, I mean, at least I think it's pretty good. Um, we're going to let the people decide. <laughs> you so can decide if you think Get ready with your one. high fives or your thumbs up or if you're on Facebook. Um, I'm pointing over here. Your comments. Yeah, say, <laughs> dumb story, Morgan. <laughs> or whatever, you know. The girls might actually want to mute it. You might hate me after this one. <laughs> but, yeah, so a story. If I look down, it's because these guys so kindly didn't give me a desk. that your <laughs> desk can look off the floor for that. But uh, <laughs> high quality production here. High quality. That's why we have the TV dinner stands. Yeah. <laughs> so I told you guys I have a fiance. We've been together for almost eight years now. What's her name? Um, her name's Shelby. Have you been engaged for eight years? No. We've been <laughs> engaged for like six months. I was going to say, dude, what are you waiting on? <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Some well, of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been together for about eight years. And after I tell you this story, you're probably going to wonder, you know, how we've been together for eight years. So I was a senior in high school. Um, at least I think maybe junior, junior, senior year. And this is Valentine's Day. Okay. So it's a great... This is a special day for her. I don't really love Valentine's Day, but I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be nice to spend the day with her. We got gifts. We went out to eat. And so I spent the entire day with her. I thought it was good to go. We'd I'd been there. I mean, we've been together since like 10 a.m. It's like six or seven o'clock. We've had lunch together. And what she didn't know is that I actually had planned to go hooping with the boys <laughs> at about 7.30, 8 o'clock that night. We were going to go play a little basketball at the gym. And so at like 7 o'clock, I said, hey, what are you doing tonight? And she says, what do you mean? I thought we were hanging out. And I said, yeah, I thought we had hung out. Um, I'm actually supposed to go play basketball. <laughs> Is that cool? And it was not cool. <laughs> um, it was the opposite of cool to her. So, yeah, the right thing to do there probably, you know, at least tell her beforehand so she would have saw it coming or probably even more importantly, just spend the day with her. Or you could have simply asked her. Yeah. Would Man. this be okay? So what we've learned from Morgan and from Luke is that they hate Valentine's Day. So a couple of weeks ago, Luke told us how much he hated Valentine's Day. Oh, as well. it's, it's a corporate scam. No, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> And I said, every day is Valentine's Day in my house. Wow. I love you, Tamara. Yeah, wow. let's get Tamara up here for those real answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shelby's not on here, so I have to say that crap. <laughs> so, I mean, with that story, we can kind of see doing the right thing isn't always easy. I mean, it, it, it's going to, it's going to cost us something. Usually that's why it makes it difficult to do the right thing. Um, in this case, I thought it was going to cost me maybe some you know, relationship with my friends a little bit. I felt like they're going to think I'm not cool. Like they invited me to come play basketball and everybody's going to be there. These are my, these are my boys. I grew up with them. How am I going to tell them? No, sorry. This girl I've been with for a couple of years and <laughs> we're going to hang out today on Valentine's day. No basketball tonight, boys. I didn't feel like I could. I felt like that was going to cost me something. And sometimes, you know, it means, we're not going to do the fun thing or the exciting thing or the most popular thing when it comes to choosing the right thing to do. 
you know, at the time I thought the most fun thing was to go play basketball, but necessarily not, you know, not telling her and just going to do it, not really the right thing. Um, so Luke, I was going to ask you, what are some, what are some examples of this that you kind of see of us, you know, picking that right thing? To do? So like an example of, in your case, you know, um, <laughs> um, just like, like the simple ones of like, uh, asking our friends opinions, you know, like before you're going to do stuff. So like with your girlfriend, like, Hey, do you care if I do this? Or like giving her a day of events? Like I plan on playing a basketball game at seven 30. I'll spend the whole day with you, you know, but I, I think we all know we, we, I mean, Tito's married. You have a fiance, I have a girlfriend. Like, yeah, it's more fun to hang out with the guys sometimes, but the most important thing we can do is hang out with our significant others sometimes, especially on those special days to let them know we care for them. And, uh, you know, we appreciate them, but some of the things that maybe apply to your life is like, you know what the right thing is, but to be honest, sometimes it's hard to do. So maybe you are, you did something wrong in the classroom or on the court or, um, maybe at your house and you know, the right thing to do is just to tell the truth. Like, just get it out. Just tell whatever's happening, whatever happened, just get it out, tell them and let the authority figure in life know. But it's a lot easier just not to do that because you know, it might cost you something like it might cost you playing time. It might cost you hanging out with your friends. Like you might get grounded or maybe uh, it might cost you a detention or something in class, or, you know, the right thing to do is to babysit your siblings. And we all know like younger siblings, like they can be kind of annoying, but you're the older sibling and you should be babysitting them because your parents want to go out and maybe get some, uh, like go on a date for once or maybe go shopping and just run errands. So, you know, the right thing is to give a little bit of your free time and watch the siblings, but you know, it's going to cost you a little bit of your freedom or maybe it's, you know, the right thing is not to say yes to a guy that wants to date you because you know, you're not allowed to date. So if you're a girl or a guy that has um, some restrictions with dating and you know, your parents don't want you to date until you're of a certain age, and you still say yes to this guy, you know it's going to want hurt that person, and it can even hurt the relationship you have with them. Or another one of just doing the right thing of like telling the truth to your friend, because you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings, but sometimes telling the truth is hard. But a lot, I'm going to say all the time, telling the truth is the best thing to do for a friendship. But a lot of times we don't know in that moment how it can make our lives better. And I think Joseph does a beautiful job, like in the story that Tivo about to tell, does a great job of saying doing the next right thing is going to help the bigger picture. Right. Right. So this is part why I love the story of Joseph. So we started this, this week three, we started this three weeks ago. Yeah. Cause it's week three. Yeah. <laughs> it's week three. Good job. I was trying to One, count. Two, three. Um, <laughs> I'm from Alabama, just in case you didn't know. Um, where we're almost last in everything yeah, except... We are grateful for the state of Mississippi. Um, <laughs> and so we started this three weeks ago. And so far, we've seen that Joseph had a lot of conflict with his brother. He was the second youngest of 12. And so as you can imagine, like Duggar status, there were a lot of kids in his household, a lot of mouths to feed. And he wound up in this conflict with his brothers. They kidnapped him, threw him in a well, left him to die and lied to his dad and said that he was eaten and killed. Um, but then they sold him into slavery. And it's not the happiest story that we see in the Bible. Like if there was a Bible story and I mean, there's many Bible stories like this, but I wouldn't read the Bible and go, you know what, God, 
just give me the life of Joseph right now. I really want my brothers to uh, try to kill me and throw me in a pit um, and then sell me into slavery. Like, that's not something that I think we would be like, you know, give me that life. But Joseph, as we learned last week, was doing the best he could and making sure he saw the big picture of what God was trying to do in his life. And so in this part that we're going to talk about today, Joseph still couldn't see exactly the big picture, but he wasn't getting bogged down on the little details of what were happening. And so it's incredible. This story is because thousands of years later, we're still talking about this story and how Joseph acted in this story. And so while a slave, Joseph was put in charge of a house. So remember his brothers and sister or his brothers threw him in a pit. They sold him off um, into slavery and he was put in charge of a house and everything in it owned by a man named Potiphar. And Potiphar's wife began to give Joseph invitations to have an affair with her, but he decided to do what was right and refused her over and over. So let's take a look at what the book of Genesis chapter 39, verse six through seven has to say about Joseph. So it says, now Joseph was well built and handsome. After a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, and so it's one of those things where clearly Joseph was a good looking guy. He had a lot of great things going for him. And the master's wife was like, I want some of that. Like, hey, Joseph, come lay down with me. Joseph, pay attention to me. And Joseph refused. So we're also going to look and see that what Joseph says after that. So after that, it goes, but he refused. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though he spoke to Joseph day after day, or, and though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even to be with her. And after one particular invitation, Joseph fled Potiphar's wife, but she grabs his cloak and ripped it off of him. And then she took this cloak to her husband and told him a lie that Joseph tried to attack her. And that got Joseph put in jail. And you see, doing the right thing can sometimes cost us something. Sometimes it costs us a lot of things. Like it might not be as simple as getting your girlfriend mad at you. Like it could potentially cost you everything. Um, there's stories throughout the Bible where people had to choose to do the right thing, to share the story of Jesus, to go the extra mile. And unfortunately for some of them, it cost them their life. And so doing the right thing can cost us something. But when we do the right thing, despite the cost, we show integrity. And what we just say around here is that integrity is doing the right thing regardless of the cost. So no matter what you think the outcome might be, we're called to do the right thing. And today, the big point that we're trying to drill home is when you can't see the big picture, do the next right thing, which, as we said, Frozen 2 kind of set up perfectly. 
I think they looked at our message and they're like, we're going to steal this. From right. Keep on loop. That's what we're going to do. Right. <laughs> right. Basically. Uh, we want our money, Disney. <laughs> Disney's not concerned about the little people like us. Um, so when you can't see the big picture, do the next right thing. Luke, what are some ways that we can apply this to our lives? So when we're struggling to do the next right thing, we can do something simple like see our situation. So see for see it for what it is. And we can notice where we need to take the next step in order to make things right or just to do the right thing. Or another thing we could do is tell somebody what your situation is. Get some advice on what to do. If it's maybe you had an argument with a friend and you kind of want to ease the tension, maybe bring someone else into it and be like, hey, I need help with simmering everything down because I know if I go into it right now, I'm going to get mad and I'm just going to make things worse. But one of the best things I think you can do is really identify the next right thing. Like give you some, give yourself some time to actually think about it. Maybe you don't have that much time. Like maybe you just have like some, like five minutes to think of like the right thing. Like, cause your uh, parents come back to the house or um, your teacher's coming back in class and you're like, all right, I got to do this right thing. Or a lot of times I feel like when you're going to have that next right thing to do, when uh, life is being chaotic, you're going to have a little bit of time and you're going to have time to be able to sit there and think and pray about it. So uh, Morgan, do you have a time of when like I had to identify the next right thing in my life, even though it was a little bit chaotic? Yeah. First, first off, you guys seen those TikToks where it's like story time. <laughs> so I feel like I'm doing yeah, story time. Here we go. Um, this our, one, our students love TikTok. Well, good. As go. long as you're watching clean TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> Not to the parents out there. <laughs> well, I think a story that kind of goes along with this and me trying to choose or I, at least identify the next right thing. Um, when I graduated high school, I had a tug on my heart that I wanted to go into ministry. I've been involved in the student ministry in Mount Vernon for years now, whether it be, you know, as volunteering or actually as a student in it. And when I graduated high school, I, I thought this is, you know, this would be awesome. I, I have this calling from God that I felt that I wanted to be in some way, shape or form involved in ministry. And I didn't really know how to go about it at the time. I started volunteering at the church that, you know, my home church, I was volunteering there a little bit. And whenever I went to school, I started going to school, you know, just take my basic classes, just get these out of the way. We'll decide what is going to be on the other side once I'm done with community college. And so two years go by, I'm done. I'm finally done with all, you know, I got my associate's degree. I've taken all the basic classes that you have to take. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I still have this tug on my heart, but I don't necessarily know if it's something that, you know, the people around me are going to appreciate. Um, my parents were not against it in any way, but like most parents, they want you to go out, make money. You know, they thought I was really, really smart, which they thought he was yeah. smart. <laughs> what parents don't think their kid's smart, but they thought I was really smart. My dad was you know, <laughs> looking for all kinds of jobs that I could possibly do. And he comes across engineering he says, Hey, look, this makes, you know, X, Y, whatever amount of money. This is, this is a pretty good job. And I think you're smart enough. You could get it done. So instead of going to school for ministry, like I wanted to, or that I felt that I wanted to. I started to go to school for engineering. It didn't last very long, I'll be honest with that. But going through it, I experienced this time where I felt like this isn't where I'm supposed to be. You know, I feel like I'm 
I'm doing what I can, the best I can, because I want to make my parents happy. I don't want them to be disappointed in me or the decisions I'm going to make or choices that I'm, you know, I'm going to make. Not that I think they would have hated it at the time, but so I went to all these calculus classes, you know, physics and all this stuff. It just, it killed me. It was rough. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I made it all the way to Calc 4. And then Calc 4 is when I said, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to be a minister. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go be a pastor now. Um, but no, um, so I'm going through this and yeah, it was, it was tough because I felt like God was calling me to do something in particular. You know, I don't know necessarily, I think timing is everything. And I think that if things didn't play out the way they were, I wouldn't have been, you know, as mature or wouldn't have had the same outlook on things that I do today. But all in all, you know, I'm, I decided finally, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to do what I feel is right. I think God is calling me, you know, into ministry. And even though my parents, you know, they want me to be an engineer and they, or they want me to do something else because they want me to, you know, make a lot of money and have a good sustainable job, what have you. Um, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be a pastor because that's what I want to do. It's what I feel like is the next right thing. Um, I don't know if, you know, if these guys have any stories that are kind of similar to that, do you guys have something about, you know, trying to find that next right thing? For me, the next right thing is, so uh, the people that know me well, I'm kind of an instigator. And like, like in a lot of group chats, like I'm always a person like that's always like teasing, like just joking around my friends or like if someone's like arguing, like I, I will always add in. So it's a lot for me to like think, all right, the next right thing is I need to shut up or I need to calm tension down because when people get like excited or like mad at each other, like that like makes me laugh. And so like, I'm like, wait, that's a little <laughs> my evil side coming out. Like I need to calm it down, calm oh, it down. Maybe you are Mojo Jojo. Yeah, maybe oh, I am Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what like the next right thing is for me to be like, okay, this time in this moment, I just need to be quiet and I need to do the right thing of like, okay, I know we like say this at times, like, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus escalate things? Probably not. Unless, you know, he's flipping tables, you know, at uh, God's temple, you know, flipping everything. That's the only time he's ever escalated anything. But (laughs) Um, for me, the next right thing, I think is a situational thing. So situation by situation, um, how do I love my son better today than I did yesterday? How do I love my wife better today than I did yesterday? Um, how do I identify the next right thing? So for a lot of you, I would ask the question, in what situation do you need to do the next right thing? Um, is it your attitude during this entire process? Are you one of those people that are like the grumpy cat, rest in peace, grumpy cat? Um, like your parents are just like, I can't wait for this to be over because I cannot deal with your attitude anymore. Um, if this was happening when I was a kid, that would have been me. My mom would have been like, you know what? Don't ever come out of your room. <laughs> um, and so it's an interesting situation. And some of what the next right thing can be is you just sending an encouraging text to a friend um, and letting them know, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know we haven't seen each other because we're all on lockdown. But I just want you to know if there's anything you need, I'm here for you. I'll pray for you and I'll be here. Um Some of you need to go tell your parents you're sorry for the way you've been acting the last three weeks. Some of you just need to get up, take a shower, and put on some real clothes. (laughs) Um, And so my question to you is, 
we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes, but if there's anyone on that wants to share, maybe it's something as simple as what Morgan said when we first started, like he knew the right thing to do was to go hang out with his girlfriend, but he chose to play basketball. So maybe you have a story of a time where it was something as simple as that, that you were supposed to do something good and you chose something that was less good. Or maybe someone wants to share a commitment that they're going to make this week going into next week of, I'm going to do this because this is my next right thing. So anyone want to share, you can shake your phone, raise your hand, push a little hand emoji, jump up and down, you know, any of that. And it could be something simple, just like, you know what, I'm going to go to bed at 1 a.m. instead of my normal 5 a.m. So when I get up, my mom and dad aren't like, I'm not uh, aggravated with them because I'm just sleep deprived. Like you can actually get a good in a good system and not just staying up playing video games for hours and then being <laughs> 36 grumpy cat <laughs> right so i saw hayden raise his hand i can't tell if hayden's frozen he's frozen on my screen hayden are you there all right go ahead um um i don't know what to do did not know what to do i'm scared He's freezing on our end too. Uh, not Ethan, I'm sorry. Hayden. All right, Hayden, we're going to come back to you. Anyone else have something they want to share? I haven't slept for 36 hours. <laughs> Say it again. I haven't slept for 36 hours. You haven't slept for 36 hours. So, what could your next right thing be, Ethan? Uh, stay up. No. <laughs> Ethan, I think you might need a nap or to sleep. Um, yeah. You definitely need to go yeah. to <laughs> I have a question for Ethan. If it took only $15 to get you to crack an egg on your head, <laughs> what would you do for like 100 bucks? <laughs> like, come on, that's crazy. <laughs> money is money. <laughs> Fair enough. I could use 15 bucks right now, too. Is that why you're here? Hey, I need 15 bucks. Wow. The truth comes out. Um, So someone just texted me and said they didn't know that Grumpy Cat died. So if this is how you're finding out that Grumpy Cat died, I apologize. Our deepest condolences. Um, But I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's a cat, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) <laughs> so when you're writing your hate letters, um, <laughs> Luke is the one that hates animals. <laughs> I don't like cats personally because I'm allergic to them. I also think they're of the devil, but that's a whole other story. Um, I love dogs though, but yeah. All right. right. You kind of just threw me there. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> so um, Holly, I think Grumpy Cat is dead. And if you're sad, I apologize on behalf of everyone here that Luke is a jerk sometimes. <laughs> um, so anyone else want to share their next right thing? Daisy, I saw you unmute yourself. Then you remuted yourself. Were you going to jump in and say something? I was not actually. <laughs> JC, when are you going to come sing? That's the best question we have. What? what? JC. What did you say? When are you going to come sing? Um, that is entirely up to you guys. 
Ooh. See, she keeps throwing it back to us. So. <laughs> the reason she hadn't sung yet is because we haven't officially asked her to. Um, <laughs> All right, get her off here. Exactly. Um, awesome. I'm leaving. <laughs> Maybe JC will be our next special guest with a guitar. <laughs> guitar. <laughs> guitar. Is that the way you say that? Guitar. I don't know. I'm more of a ukulele kind Gitter. of guy. Gitter. Can you Gitter. play ukulele, JC? I do, actually. All right, perfect. <laughs> if you bring the ukulele, you can be the special guest for every week going <laughs> back until the world is normal. <laughs> I don't think the world will ever be perfect. 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 That's all she wanted. And she didn't even need $15. <laughs> uh, Give me a table. You find out who your true friends are. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we've enjoyed hanging out with all of you tonight. Um, don't forget that we have midweek groups happening Wednesday nights, uh, uh, high school and middle school boys at six, and then girls hanging out with Aubrey and JC and Allie on Thursdays at six. And what I hear is the girls group is lit. Hashtag lit. Hashtag lit. I don't actually know if I use that in the right context. Kind of good. No cap. No No cap. Finger point. And yeah, we love you all. Um, And we can't wait to see you again next week. We're missing you guys. Missing you. Hearts. Hearts. Nice to meet everybody. Yeah, he met you via technology. In technology, great. Just think about this. Ain't great. (laughs) Ain't great. (laughs) I feel like an old person. Like, I. Never mind. Anyways, we'll see you guys later. (laughs) It's getting weird. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.